Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One-handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to the show. I'm Gary Chuck Gordon Yancey. We're all in the studio with you on uh, this Monday night uh, where we already have some text messages in at 426-1093, 426-1093. Tonight on the program, Ole Miss basketball great John Stroud and Ole Miss hitting coach Mike Clement will be on the program. We'll be talking to those guys about those respective sports. We have other things going on from recruiting to SEC and Ole Miss news and a little bit of all of it. How we doing, guys? Doing great. You doing see great, guy. See where Malone, uh, Taiwan Malone, yeah. hit three dingers in the scrimmage the other day, he, uh, inter squad game. He did. That's one of my thoughts. Is it? Is yep. it? I had a lot of people that were there and saw the the impressive shots, and they were like, you know, what, what's gotten into him? And I thought it was interesting. I saw someone then put up a tweet that he had, and it just said, just wait the day before. It's like Taiwan knew he was going to hit like three dingers in the scrimmage. Uh, we'll have to ask Clem all about that. Right? I love it if he'd be another Frank Thomas. How about that? Ooh, he's got to get in the, in the ever, everyday lineup, Chucky. Uh, mm. What I saw from him last year, and, and what's, what's fascinating about him is his hands. He has soft hands, a really good defensive player. I mean, lo- baseball is his favorite sport, too. Without question. Our fans say, well, he needs to quit baseball and concentrate on football. Well, he loves baseball. Our fans also said that TD needed to quit basketball and play football. <laughs> no, fans no. always want you playing football. They don't care about the rest. That's right. Well, we'll get into that discussion and more along the way in today's program as we're opening up and brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Over 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture. We're ready to guide you through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Quickly, before we get uh, into the thoughts of Yancey, did we watch NFL football this weekend? Did you catch, oh, yeah. catch any of those? Oh, yeah, where the referees dominated both games? They definitely did My that. My God, what a... what they a against the Bengals, didn't they? What a farce that is, is it, to see those referee and crews like that. It took all the fun out of both the games to me, for me. Well, the San Fran game, they had their quarterback go down, and that was their third stringer that they brought in. But the, the Cincinnati game, that was just ridiculous. You're trying to get extra yardage to get in the field goal. The defender is running at him, and... If you don't push him out, he could tiptoe for another five, ten yards. I mean, what do you do there? Oh, I don't know. I thought that was the only good call they made all night. <laughs> the extra, <laughs> the extra third down, and on that play, go back and look. Holding by number seventy-one on the, I mean, he had a stranglehold. Yeah. on the Cincinnati defensive lineman, and they don't call false starts anymore. There were false starts all over the place, not called, and then they would get some hands to here and there, and, well, and they get all kind of flat. Here's the problem, okay. 
they've got too many fat old men like me out there trying to call the game of these young men that can fly around like deer. Yeah. They need younger guys. Like we've got two guys here in Oxford, Brad Freeman and Chad Hill that call in the NFL. That's what they got to have more guys like Chad Hill and Brad Freeman. I agree. agree. Yeah. All right. Let's get some thoughts from our man. Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Steve Grantham operates nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Tell us my friend, what you got? Yeah, Chucky, the first one, the Ole Miss Spirits, Zach Berry, is reporting that he expects the two high school edge rushers from the state of Florida that took official visits over the weekend to sign with Ole Miss Wednesday. They are Lakeland, Florida, Chamberlain Kimball and Pahokee, DJ Holmes. And Chucky, these two had over 50 sacks combined this season. We know that that's one obvious clearing need Ole Miss to fill in this class. Thought number two, another high school Fisher visitor over the weekend comes from Lawrence County defensive tackle Jonathan Davis. This is a young man who grew three inches and put on 30 pounds during his senior season, hint why he received late offers from Ole Miss State in Texas. Expect this to come down to an Ole Miss in state battle Wednesday. So don't know which way that's going to go right now, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Thought number three, the Ole Miss women's hoops team swept MSU this past week for the first time since 2004. That's mind-boggling. They also overcame a 14-point deficit at Arkansas Sunday in the fourth quarter and won in overtime. Congrats to Coach Joe and her girls. Thought number four, the Ole Miss men's hoops team has now lost nine out of its last ten games this season and 21 of its last 25 SEC games. What else is there to say, Chucky? And my last thought of the day, Tywon Malone went 4-for-4 four four at the plate Saturday with three home runs that traveled a total of 1,300-plus feet. <laughs> Don't be surprised if this big 6'4", 295-pounder finds his way into the everyday lineup this season. I'm anxious to see what Mike Clement says about him when we get him on later. It's – it's uh. You know, because he'll tell us the truth. How do you keep him out of the lineup? I mean, every time he came in pitch hit last season, he either hit it over the fence or, or drilled it into yeah. the wall. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, if he's hitting them against you, that's one thing. But if he's hitting them against a real pitcher, that's another. <laughs> well, he did hit them against real pitcher Saturday. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. John Stroud will join us, the Ole Miss great basketball players on the other side of the break. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. think car we want you to think cannon whether you're in the market for gas hybrid or electric vehicles our team has got you covered we're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve even after you get your car pre-order or bring home a new chevrolet silverado or a chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from cannon chevrolet of oxford today and remember when the smoke clears nobody beats a cannon deal nobody chevrolet find your road What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to the program. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, Gordon, all hanging out with you. Coming up in the second half of the program, almost baseball assistant Mike Clement will be on. We'll talk about hitting, pitching. Uh, we have a text message at 426-1093 that wants to know which is expected to be better, the hitting or the pitching on the team. Clem's probably going to tell you hitting. If you had Lafferty on today, he's probably going to tell you pitching. So we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll play that by ear. we got other things going on as well uh, with text messages coming in uh, about basketball, about football, a little bit of signing day coming up on Wednesday. Uh, a few of everything. But now we're going to bring in uh, almost great member of the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame from downtown uh, Enterprise, Mississippi, right? Good old John Stroud. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. You got it right. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little east of Enterprise, but that's where <laughs> I grew up. That's a good place to be. No doubt. No doubt. Welcome to the show. We thank you. And uh, who's going first? Which one of you guys? I think I'll go first. All right. John, you've had a chance to uh, do the color on some of the Ole Miss games, and you know all of a sudden they're in a bad slump. What do you think? Uh, how did the wheels come off? <laughs> well, it's, it's a combination of a lot of things. You know, I, I was fortunate; I did six uh, non-conference games on ESPN Plus, so you know I saw the guys up close and watched all, all six games, and I went to several practices and. I just saw back in October, November, they were going to be some offensive deficiencies. It just wasn't there with the, with the shooters. You watch practice, and you know, gosh, Kermit's got those guys playing extremely hard, and they play good defense, and you know, but you know, they're just really limited on offense. And then you got into the conf- got into the non conference games and the UCF game, which was twenty one to zero, and. And then, of course, the North Alabama loss. And you know, when you're fours and fives you know, have trouble scoring, you know, that's going to be a problem the whole year. Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to, you know, you know, see that because, you know, when we when I played there, we you know, we were gifted offensively and it was easy to score. But, 
you know, rarely you see Rebels in on the ball from wing to wing to the low post and, and get a basket. And, uh, you know, the, their post guys get off rebounds or, or block shots or whatever. So, and, you know, it just really went from there. And, uh, it's just, I think that's been the big problem. I think Kermit, you know, he saw last year he had some deficiencies on playing defense and protecting the rim. So he goes out and gets four defensive players of the year in their conference or on their team. And I think he was hoping his guards, uh, Morrell and Ruffin and Brakefield and the freshman guards, James White, would pick up their offense. And that hasn't happened except for Morrell. And so it's just the combination that they're just really, you know, weak on the offensive end of the court. It will be a factor, but we're back uh, and going. And, and you kind of got interrupted there in, in a thought. We have a couple of minutes left. Yancey, go ahead and ask him. Yeah, John, my, my biggest question is, we were talking about it when we got cut off there, is this was a total different team before Ruffin returned from injury. The rotations got thrown out the window. The roles uh, that were defined got thrown out the window. This is not the same team it was, you know, especially the way they were playing coming back from that Thanksgiving tournament. No, no, you're 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 correct there. I believe Kermit just felt the pressure, and you know Ruffin. You know, everybody's talked about him for the past twelve months. We get him, get Ole Miss gets him back. They're going to be a lot better team, and I just felt like he, you know, Ruffin at seventy five eight percent might be better than what they had, and he and he came in and just he just moved the chemistry up. You know, Deshaun's a really good player, and I watched him in high school a lot, but he has to have the ball in his hands a lot. You know, he really can't play without the ball. And that really, when you have guys that kind of uh, keeps the ball in his hands like the other four guys are watching and not knowing what to do. So it really blew their chemistry up. And it may have affected Abram some, too. And uh, those guys, you know, they their playing time got cut. So I don't, you know, we can look back and say, well, if they had won all those games, it was a good move. But it, it really didn't, it didn't help them at all when he came back. John, I think the last thing on everybody's mind is how do you save this team from Abram leaving, from Caldwell leaving, from maybe some of these signees? What what can they do to save this team for the future? Because you got so many talented young guys, three top 100 guys on the team from freshmen and then three top 100 guys coming in next year. Is there any way to save it? And I well, it- you know, kids are kids want to play basketball. When I was their age, we wanted to play, and so I, I, I think if you just stay positive with them and give them playing time, and just uh, you know, I feel like the decision. You know, whatever happens, or happens next week, or happens in the season, you know, you got to take care of the guys you got because he has a good nucleus of freshmen there now, and a good nucleus coming in. So. I just think you got to be positive. Those guys, you know, freshmen, you know, they're going to hear it from other schools that want them. They'll be hearing from come play for us next year. So there's a lot. Kids nowadays have a lot on their mind. When I played, you had to you had to sit out a year, and there wasn't no nil money, and so it's a little bit different transferring back then than it is now. So it's tough. It's a tough situation. You just hope the kids and want to keep playing basketball these next six weeks, and you know. You know, who who would not like to play Kentucky tomorrow night on, on, on national television? So I think that's what your assistant coach got to tell these guys to get up and let, let's, let's play the next game. John, thanks for your time. Sorry we had the little break there in the middle. We'll try and do this again sometime, okay? 
No problem. Call me anytime, okay? Thanks, John. John Stroud with us, brought to you by the Faris Group, your partner in retirement with nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute those savings. The Faris Group continues to provide clients unparalleled level of service and deliver the results. They have locations in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. 1-877-327-3735. Next time we call John, let's talk about baseball, all right? No, sure. (laughs) Whatever we need to do. All right, we'll be back with text messages and more on the Rebel Yell Hotline. For a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Dupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Taylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Continue here with the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Thanks to John Stroud. Coming up in a moment, we got Mike Clement. We'll talk baseball with you. It's text message time at 426-1093. This one says, Chuck, what's the latest on uh, D-E-M-O-U-Y Kennedy? Demudy Kennedy. Okay. Uh, had the, the staff has not heard from him in over 10 days. So that doesn't bode well. Is he at Alabama? Is he enrolled? Uh, they, no, he's not enrolled anywhere at this point. Um, 
the the suspicion is he's going to go back to Alabama, but uh, I don't really care where he goes if he doesn't come here. That's because and, the question and, said, aren't we basically at the drop slash add deadline? Friday, Friday, yeah. have have till Friday for for transfers to enroll. Chuck, I know a lot of people have Dylan Johnson right there from Greenville at State. Is he enrolled at State? Is he nope. enrolled here? No, nope. he's not enrolled either one. And uh, Washington, and he and not he's not enrolled anywhere. And um, and we've tried to make contact with him, and he's not he's not listening. So that's two guys that we thought we were in great shape with that uh, have kind of ghosted us. To be honest with you, what what I understand. What is Washington State saying? I, know? I have no idea. I don't. I don't cover anything for Washington or State, and don't give well, a if damn. He was you know, to Washington, you think he would be there? Yeah, and the state people reported they don't think he's going there. So I, I was. I, I was told that he that he there are a couple of schools that he's looking at that start later. That he's going to decide between them, and they, he's got another week or ten days to do the drop ad thing. Now I don't know who they are. I don't know if that's true. I just know that he's he's ghosted us. Four two six one zero nine three. I know we'll get to this in the uh, red and blue chips maybe a little bit later on. But this text message: any exciting news for Wednesday and signing day? Any exciting news? Do we I think those news. I think that edge player out of Florida and that outside linebacker that can also play on the edge. He's only six one, two thirty five, but he's a guy that can play outside linebacker. And, and Pete Golden is going to pull the outside linebackers up to to do some pass rush stuff. Uh, Pete's going to run a, a base four two, I think, but he's also going to run some three four, and that would be where this kid would fit in well dj he, he had over 50 sacks his last two years class 5a player of the year last yeah. year I, I, is it just because of his size i was curious what is it a great thing no i know they're no, not signing him to place him anywhere those days are over no he they want him they want him bad but he's but he's he's not a true edge he's a he's more of an outside linebacker type that they're going to use to rush some is what i'm selling you size wise well, you know, you know, we've been talking about the lack of linebackers at Ole Miss now. It seems like for I don't know since Freeze's fourth year at Ole Miss, so we need all the linebackers we can get in. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. That. He'd be a great signee. I'd love to have. Listen, I lived with him and Parkins on the outside together. I lived, I lived in Belle Glade, Florida, for a year, and the hottest rivalry in the whole state of Florida is Belle Glade versus Pahokee. And every every year, Pahokee and Belle Glade, they probably produce three or four Division One players each every year. I don't know what it is. It's in the water. It's whatever. The gene pool down there is kind of like Sal Panola uh, was until recently. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's a blood rivalry. And if you come from Pahokee, Pahokee, you're tough. You can play. I like everything that I'm reading about him. Like I didn't know that he was more of an outside linebacker, but that makes sense now. And I've seen him listed anywhere from six two to six three, and you're saying six one, 
So everything's kind of well, the pitch is coming clear now. If you want to know the well, absolute you, truth, yeah. he's six feet and a half inch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he was six three, everybody in the country would be on him. Well, then I'm I'm out of eye to him, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's about three inches taller than you. What did you used to tell me? He was a Steve Sloan six four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. CCMOxford.com. That's Cannon Cleary McGraw for our text messages. You can check that out. We'll ask the next guest about the strength of the baseball team hitting or pitching, unless one of y'all want to dive into it right now. Well, I mean, Clement's going to say the pitching is the strength because if hitting is, does real well, then he can, you know, he, he'll get a lot of accolades. Right, yeah. <laughs> I would have said the pitching, but with Josh out for the year with that unfortunate uh, injury he had, you know, I don't know. I, th- I think it's pretty even, Chucky. I, I don't I don't really see him one as, as stronger than the other. But, look, we didn't know what Ole Miss had pitching-wise last year, even three-fourths of the way through the schedule. So, uh, you know, you just got to let it play out. Three weeks left in the SEC. You were still uh, – you knew Hunter Elliott was doing things and dominating, yeah. and then Delusia comes on, and then it all with the bullpen and everything fell together. Injury news, if we have it, it's brought to us by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Well, Murrell and Ruffin are still out, as far as we know, for tomorrow. Um, Murrell has been medically cleared, but he's having some hesitation about coming back so quick, so he's got to get his mind right to play. And uh, Ruffin is just not right. He's just not right. And then you had the freshman uh, catcher uh, that was injured, I think sprained his PCL, and that's put Kemp there now backing mm-hmm. up. Um, there at catching, so that's really the only one that we talked about. Josh uh, earlier, he's out for the year, and so I don't know any more injury-wise on the baseball front. Anything on the football front, Chucky? Not that I'm aware of. Not at this point. Uh, you know, there were some off-season surgeries, but those guys are rehabbing. Whether I doubt they'll be ready for spring, but they should be ready by August. All right, friends, 426-1093, 426-1093 is the number to text message in and to be a part of our program. Still to go, we're going to talk about that Ole Miss baseball team. We've got the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment coming up. We've got some SEC and Ole Miss news we need to get to, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It is all in the second half of this program tonight. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We return in a few. Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Into the second half of the show we go, brought to you by Gateway Tire. Serving us since 1929, there are 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you earlier in the show, Yancey was adding up the distance of Taiwan Malone uh, home runs, and we bring in uh, the guy that taught him how to do all of that. It's almost yeah. Coach. <laughs> Coach Clem, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, guys. Somehow, I thought this may be one of the uh, one of the first questions that I got. In fact, why would you we think were, that, we Clem? Were, we were we were sitting as a coaching staff in the third base dugout, kind of evaluating the inner squad, and after the second home run, Coach Bianco looked over at me and goes. You think social media is blowing up yet? I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, Coach, I'll tell you one thing that blew up for me, and, and that was my credit card bill once I got back from Omaha. I think I made my last payment to pay that trip off, and I'm ready for another trip this summer. How about it? It was it was worth it, right? Oh, every penny and some. That's right. That's right. Coach, talk to us. Uh, get, get going on – what you've seen so far, I mean, I know y'all have only been back for a little while, but 
based on the end of fall and the starting of spring practice, how you feeling at the plate? Yeah, Chuck, uh, we feel good. We feel good. It's, uh, it's one of those things I probably told you guys the last time I was on, you know, a year ago right now. I wondered, looking, looking forward and being a recruiter, you kind of wonder, like, oh, man, we're going to lose a bunch of guys. And then Kim Alderman has the year he had, and Calvin Harris had the year he had. We knew Gonzo. And, you know, then you get McKenzie Chatney back, and you had a couple transfers, and it's kind of a veteran lineup. And so uh, I think we're going to be offensive and um, – Man, I, I really like the pieces. I, th- I think we have a good problem on our hands in that I think we're going to have some pretty good hitters, but we're going to have to really work hard to get them at bats. And so um, that's kind of always, always what you hope as a coach, for sure. Clem, I know Calvin's moved to catcher. And, uh, what's the, what, does that affect his, you know, the, the added responsibility? I mean, he's been counting daisies out in right field. Does that does catching affect offense sometimes? I mean, the, just the added pressure of how much you have to do on defense? Yeah, I I think it probably can um, for some guys. Cal's our hardest working guy, at least offensively. He um, He's just he's a worker. And so um, I think more than anything, if I'm being honest, my concern with Cal moving positions is He's a really good athlete, as you guys saw, you know, in Omaha where he could go run down fly balls in the outfield. He's a high school quarterback and played basketball. And his build is not the typical catcher build. And so I think maybe the concern as much as, as much as anything is just the workload and him losing weight and him wearing down a little bit. You know, we've, we've tried to stay on him to keep his weight up and all of that. Probably that as much as it is, um, you know, anything else as far as the responsibility and, and all of that goes. He's a really smart kid, and uh, I'm not too concerned with the responsibility and those kinds of things. Coach, uh, Chatagnier kind of struggled last year until we got into the postseason where he, he showed up. Well, what's he What's he got to do to be more consistent this year at the plate in your mind? Yeah, you're right. You know, he's, his his couple years, so two two years plus COVID that he, that he's been here have been streaky. When he's good, man, we we've ridden him, and fortunately, he's been good in in both of his postseasons here. Um, but certainly, uh, we we want a little more consistency out of him as a veteran, and uh, and he wants that out of himself too. I I think more than anything, it's pitch selection for him, and and being able to spit on sliders and do a better job of that. And you know, when he swings at pitches in the zone, he's really good, and he can do some damage out of that little body and. Um, he can hit the ball out of, out of the yard. He can hit to all fields. And so I think it's a combination of, of being able to use the whole field and be able to use the backside and just pitch selection and, and, and being able to spit on, spit on sliders. He, he sometimes takes at bats like his personality and that's really up tempo and really sped up. And that's a good thing from a leadership and an energy standpoint. But you don't always want that when you, when you climb in the box. Sometimes that can do a little harm too. You think he's your leadoff guy so far? I don't. I think if we started tomorrow, it would be Ethan Groff, the transfer from Tulane. He's, man, he's just been super mature. It's bat to ball skills. Um, he's a tremendous outfielder. He, he's a huge pickup for us. Uh, he's just a little bit, and again, we, we obviously had a tremendous offense last year. Uh, but I, but I think what our offense maybe missed last year, just a touch, was what his profile is. And that's just grind out at bats, doesn't swing and miss a ton. Uh, if you just want to throw him on the outer half of the plate, he's going to take his hit every single time. He's a real table setter um, with a little less swing and miss than Peyton has. And so I think if we started this weekend, that Ethan Groff would, would be at the top of the order. Who's your other 
uh, transfer you're talking about? We had a couple of transfers that you really like at, at the plate. Who's the other one besides Groff? Yeah, there's there's two others. The other four-year transfer that, that I think is going to step in and have a big impact on our team is Anthony Clarko. He's a he's a first-base and left-handed hitter from, from Northwestern in the Big Ten up in Chicago. And, um, again, a, a, a guy that has – a bunch, like 700 college at-bats under his belt. He's going to hit, hit with power. He kind of fits the mold of uh, of an old Miss baseball player where he's going to leave the yard and he's going to hit with some juice. And, um, man, he's going to provide some thump. And, and kind of, I don't know if he fills the shoes of Elko. That, that would be unfair to, to ask anybody to do that because of the the, the legend that he, he became. But he's certainly going to help there. And then the other guy is kid that plays third base, Ethan Leger. Uh, came from Delgado Community College down in New Orleans, and um, he's a super athlete with a with a really good arm. Um, you know, I think he's got a chance to man third base. And um, again, another one of those guys who doesn't swing and miss a ton. Right-handed hitter, um, really good athlete. I think he fits you know somewhere in the in the middle of the middle of the order as well. Coach, we always see each season like Mallets last year make a big jump uh, from one year to the next. Who are one or two players that you've seen from the fall and I guess your short uh, spring scrimmages over the weekend that you feel like can make that jump? Yeah, I think there's I think there's a couple guys. I think Mitch Morell is a name to keep an eye on. He's a guy who's been around for a couple couple years from down on the coast here in Mississippi. Um, he's always had a really good arm. Like he'll run his fastball up into the middle nineties. Um, but he, but he's got a really good slider. And I think he's one of those guys that, you know, maybe for whatever reason, it, it, it took a couple years for him to, you know, solidify a role and get some significant innings. But I think he's a guy that probably not very many people think about that you could look up towards the end of the year and, and he could have filled, filled a bunch of innings and, and, and been really effective for us. Coach, we had a, an, an interesting uh, question a text earlier um, on the text line. Asked, is the offense or defense going to be better? We said it depends on which coach you talk to. Um, right. But what what is your honest assessment on that? Are we going to lean on the offense or the defense? Well, pitching or pitching. Yeah, I'll leave pitching out of it because uh, if I say pitching, I ought to be fired. So <laughs> um, I, I, happen, I happen to be – the, the infield coach as well, and obviously, um, you know, up the middle of the field, we have a lot of those guys back. Although, like we talked about earlier, Calvin wasn't wasn't behind the plate last year. He's been around. He's a really solid catcher. Then you got Gonzo and Chatney in the middle, and then it's either Groff or McCants in center field. And obviously, if we're moving TJ off the of center field, you know, obviously the, the guy that's taking his place must be pretty good. And so we feel really good about up the middle of the field. And so we're going to be really good defensively. Um, but you guys asked the question, and my answer is offense. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think I do think our offense. Um, you know, we've had a really good five-year run since 2018 of one of the best offenses in the league every single one of those years, and I think this offense fits right in there with with the rest of them. We may do it a little bit differently. Now we're not going to bunt if if we do that. Uh, you can call me out on that. We're not going to do that a whole lot, but I think we got. We got juice. We're we're gonna we're gonna hit the ball out of the yard. I don't know if we'll hit it at the clip we did last year, but we're also not gonna swing and miss quite as much as we did last year. So um, I, I think we got we got we got the opportunity to be one of the best offenses in the league, like we have been the last last couple of years. Michael, if McCants, if Groff uh, plays center instead of McCants, where does McCants go? He goes to one of the corners, whether it be right or left, and then 
Kemp Alderman will be on the other corner. Uh, at least that's the way it looks right now to me. Um, and, and really, McCants and Groff are both going to be out there, and it's going to make for a really good outfield. You know, the last couple of years, it's been McCants in center, and then, you know, Kevin Graham and Harris or Leatherwood and Wright, and I think, I think it's an upgrade. Um, I think I think we'll be better defensively in the outfield than we've been the last couple of years, uh, and probably not lose much offensively either. We're just lucky to have two guys that can run out there and play center field. They're both going to be in the outfield. Do you see Kemp also? Because uh, now you're looking to backup catcher and things of that situation. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that some? Yeah, I think Kemp. You know, he caught most of his life, came in, and he's so physical. Um, that probably if he were our everyday catcher, that may not be exactly what we would want, but he's a, certainly a serviceable backup catcher, and that's what we need him to be. He can really, really throw, um, but he's gotten way better just back behind the plate receiving all of those things. Uh, and I think it helps helps him from a professional standpoint. That may not be our main concern, but certainly you know, we want to develop pros too, and so – uh, I think that could help him at the next level if someone really likes him as a hitter, which I think a lot of people do. The thought that he may be able to catch and they may be able to see him back there a little bit can only help him. Um, and really the thing with Kemp last year was he cost a couple other guys at bats only because he only DH'd. And so we weren't going to take him out of the lineup. And I think the the thing that is really good about this lineup is Kemp's going to be able to play in the field this year, whether it be in the corner outfield or maybe some midweek catching stuff. And the really the revolving door for us the way I see it right now as we sit here on whatever it is, January 30th, is the DH spot. And if you're drawing up a lineup, that's the spot you'd like to rotate and play the hot hand. We just weren't able to do that last year because Kemp was the hot hand all year. Coach, you mentioned that you had some transfers that came in that are going to help. What high school guys that are coming in uh, will help you this year that you see potential in? Yeah, three three guys come to mind when you ask that question, at least from an offensive perspective. The the high school guy that's going to help us the most is on the mountain. It's Grayson Sanye. I think he's um, elite. I think he pitches on the weekend to start. And, again, I don't work with the pitchers, so um, hopefully Coach doesn't get mad at me saying that. But there's he stepped in, and I, I think he's a first-rounder in three years. And he's he's going to, you guys are going to see from, from the get-go he's pretty special. And so um, that that's pretty, he, he's the guy – He's the direct answer to that question. But from an offensive perspective, it's three guys that kind of come to mind for me. Will Furness, uh, Eddie Furness's kid that Mike coached at LSU that had for 20 years, he had the most hits in SEC history before Mangum broke that. Um, his son from Nacogdoches, Texas, is a left-handed hitting first baseman. I think he's got a chance to get a, a lot of at-bats. Judd Udermark is a freshman from Charlotte, North Carolina. That's a big physical third baseman, right-hand hitter. I think he's got a chance to – uh, fill some innings and, and get at bats. Nathan Fink is another guy from Charlottesville, Virginia, um, that, that, that's got right-handed power and, and got a chance to hit. And Mason Morris from Tupelo High School. So the, those four freshman hitters are certainly good enough, depending on the year, to start as freshmen. The hard part is we got a veteran lineup like we talked about. Uh, we're gonna have to work to get those guys at bats. But they're all they've all showed signs of being being really good as freshmen. So talk a little bit more about Malone, Coach. I mean, last year, obviously, every time you put him in there, it seemed like he produced a, or, or a decent amount. And, and, you know, he's a two-sport guy, and he's splitting time with football and baseball. How much has that hampered his development in baseball? And was this a three-home run deal an anomaly, or or was it something you guys expect? Uh, yeah. or, 
Well, I certainly didn't expect him to hit three home runs on Saturday. I can tell you that. But uh, the, 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 I'm going to speak just very frankly with you about Ty. The hard part, because in my eight years here, we've had several dual sport guys, and, and, and all three of those guys, talking about Ely and Plumley and Ty, have worked really hard to come over in the fall when they can. But this guy's a little different deal. He's a defensive lineman. And so, you know, he's, he's getting beat up a little bit, whether it be in contact at practice or the, the reps that he got in game time. Um, and so it's it's hard. And and again, being completely honest and, and open about this, it's hard to be a hitter and do both just because he, he hasn't seen a live pitch until this weekend since last May. And so my expectations weren't through the roof, and I don't mean that as a knock on tie. It's just really hard to do that. And the the thing that opened my eyes a little bit, you know, the first home run he hit on Saturday was kind of a soft, left-handed fastball one of those kind of like he hit last year but the second and third one one was on a 90 mile an hour fastball and then the third one was on a 93 mile an hour fastball and he did something I didn't see him do all last year and that's get the barrel out and hit a 93 mile an hour fastball to the pull side and so he has certainly opened our eyes a little bit and uh, his development has has happened and man he continues to do that you know you can never have enough good hitters and so now you're starting to talk about another guy that could fill that DH role and a big right physical right-handed hitter. And I know our fan base would like nothing more than uh, to watch him hit balls out of the yard, and and we would we, we would love it too. Uh, his personality is awesome. Uh, he loves baseball, and I mean he's all in. He's all in, and so um, certainly he has gotten better. Um, I can I can certainly say that, and he has forced his way into the picture because sometimes human nature is just he's not out there in the fall inner squad and so he's not at the top of mind from a coaching standpoint but uh you can't miss him when he's out there now and and you couldn't miss what he did on saturday i'd be a fool to to say that didn't open our eyes coach thanks for being with us we have brought you a winter weather advisory just in time for baseball season to begin congratulations thank you coach we really really appreciate it we can't wait for the season i tell you that you got it you guys are the best i appreciate you having me on thank you buddy thank you, thank you very much mike clement with us red and blue chips recruiting we got about a minute and a half or so before we hit the break uh, presented by the grove collective the mission of nil opportunities is for all Ole Miss student athletes providing a level of protection and guidance in today's nil marketplace i hear the music in the back so guys why don't we make that uh in the next segment we'll grab some of those things that we have uh that uh yancey you have gathered for us and we'll jump into that that sound okay sounds perfect all right, we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll take a look at some of the red and blue chips recruiting, and uh, then we'll get to the good, bad, and ugly in a little bit more as we finish up our program coming up in just a moment. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. 
Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Ken Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Ken Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes, and the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty Toddy and Go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Quick SEC and Ole Miss news brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. South's leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, Van Atkins guarantees you full satisfaction for your money and 
as their Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. And uh, the SEC Big 12 did not go the way uh, the SEC needed it in men's hoops. 7-3 in favor of the Big 12, uh, including the 82-60 to loss we addressed a little bit earlier with Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. Quickly, the Ole Miss women down 19 at the half. The ladies came back uh, to win in overtime in Arkansas. Uh, they are now 18-4, and 7-2 in the SEC. Uh, they are in Knoxville to take on Tennessee at 5.30 Thursday and then uh, Sunday afternoon at 3 against Florida for the men. They will be playing uh, at home against Kentucky tomorrow and then travel to Nashville. And by the way, I, I know you guys heard that Brian Kelly got paid an extra million dollars at LSU, right? Have you heard that story? Accidentally, quote, paid, yeah, like, um, you know, everything's put in a computer, and he's got a couple of different accounts, and both accounts got paid, so he got an extra million bucks uh, a little while ago and had to give some of that back. Mm. So... There you go. All right, go with it with some recruiting. Yeah, you know, Ole Miss hosted four official visitors this weekend. We went over the first three in Jonathan Davis out of Lawrence County, Mississippi, and then the two Floridians that have visited, Chamberlain Campbell and D.J. Holmes. The fourth was Chamdi Onoa. He's from Maryland, 6'5", 270-pound offensive tackle, rated a four-star by on three sports. He's down to Ole Miss, Penn State, Rutgers, and Michigan State. But, Chuck, yeah, you know, we're not getting any good vibes from the Ole Miss camps. And it's signing day's Wednesday, so looks like he'll be signing somewhere else. Um, the portal news, uh, we went over Dylan Johnson and Kennedy from Alabama. And then Jackson State wide receiver Shane Hooks was officially offered by Ole Miss. He visited two or three weeks back. He's led Jackson State in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. Uh, big six four six five kid that I actually saw here in Oxford on the square. Good looking guy on the hoof. Um, we'll see what Ole Miss does with him. And then uh, Ole Miss hosted two junior days over the weekend. Over fifty prospects. Really the biggest recruiting weekend I've seen since Kiffin has been in town. Uh, I believe over thirty of those players have been offered by Ole Miss. Uh, the far majority, I believe over 38 or around 40 uh, total, were from the state of Mississippi in the two junior days. And really, really big weekend. And I think Ole Miss is really uh, starting to turn the heat up in the state of Mississippi. Um, another tidbit is St. Martin four-star wide receiver Norrell White will announce on January the 7th between Florida State, LSU, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. And then finally, Ole Miss has offered seven defensive linemen and six receivers in the state of Mississippi in the 2024 class. This is kind of starting to remind me of the 2019 class, maybe not quite that deep, where Ole Miss offered 23 players. But uh, that's a lot of linemen and receivers, Chucky. All right, good news. Let's do some good, bad, and ugly. Brought to you by our friends at Big Delta Power Sports, 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Well, the good, just what Yancey just went over, it looks like the Rebels are going to sign three or four more kids Wednesday, including defensive end Chamberlain Campbell. Uh, if things hold, uh, edge guy, outside line linebacker DJ Holmes, and uh, Manu Tamani. A 6'5", 306-pound offensive lineman, possibly one or two more. We were told veteran linebacker Ashanti Sistrunk has decided to stick around for his final season at Ole Miss after entering the transfer portal. His experience and smarts will be a plus as new D.C. Pete Golding installs his 4-2, 3-3, and 3-4 concepts this spring and fall. 
The Grove Collective and A.D. Keith Carter went to Washington, D.C. last week to meet with Senator Tommy Tuberville, who's working on some NIL legislation to try and even the playing field in this unchecked new era of college football. What that entails includes uniform state rules and laws for all 50 states. But beyond that, um, there's also some talk about trying to to, uh, change the transfer rules where it has to be an emergency or a coaching change for a kid to be able to transfer without having to sit out instead of just going searching for new money. Uh, it'll be a good thing if Tuberville can get the bill introduced and passed, but it's a long way to go. The bad, well, it's broken record time. Why do I even bother saying it? You know, before I mention it, men's basketball continues down the rabbit hole of defeat, losing to Missouri at home and getting mauled on the road in the SEC Big 12. Challenged by Oklahoma State, the Rebels were playing without Matthew Morrell, Deshaun Ruffin, and Malik Ewan, who are missing for various and sundry reasons. They host Kentucky tomorrow. Good luck. Big news on Cistron Chalk. Yeah, I mean he's a veteran guy. They uh, need him. And uh, I think I think he'll he'll play well this year. Need all the help there at linebacker. It goes without saying. We'll come back and do this again next week to our North Mississippi listeners. Already a couple of high school schools that are announcing they're they're not going uh, two hour delays and things so moms dads that are Ole Miss fans figure out when you got to get the kiddos to school tomorrow we'll come back on monday thanks guys howdy toddy